This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 178 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is sponsored by Amazon. Enjoy today's tip. Glenn Geek back with you from Lexington, Kentucky, and you're listening to Horse Tip Daily, and we continue this week our veterinary week. And we have a different veterinarian with us today, but he's been on the show a number of times. Today we have back with us one of the most enjoyable and passionate horse dentists you're going to find anywhere in the horse world. He is uh, the most popular equine dentist on Twitter and in real life, too. He is, uh, his website is called theequinepractice.com, and his name is Jeff, Dr. Jeff Tucker. So we look forward to, always look forward to having Dr. Tucker back, and you can see, hear all of his tips just by going to the website and looking for him under the Experts tab, and you can listen to him all right there in a row. And when Dr. Tucker is around the horse's mouth, it is a power tool-free zone. He is not a real big believer in drugs or power tools. So we get uh, Dr. Tucker right on the line after these few words from Amazon. Glenn the Geek here, and we get many emails every week from people who really like the shows, and they ask how they can help support the Horse Radio Network. Well, you already do that by listening to the shows and by buying from all of our fantastic sponsors. And now you can add to that by supporting us directly and very easily. The next time you need something from Amazon, just go to any of our websites and click on the Amazon banner in the middle of the page. Then go on and buy your Amazon items. It won't cost you a penny more, just an extra click. But Amazon gives us a little bit back just because you clicked on the banner. Tell your family and friends to do the same thing. Every little bit helps us to keep giving you the quality equestrian programming that you have come to love. Thanks for listening. Well, hi, Dr. Tucker, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily again. Hey, Glenn. How are you? You are a regular on this show now. We've done, I love it. <laughs> I wanted to remind everybody that you can go to our website at horsetipdaily.com, and on the left-hand side of the page, there's a drop-down menu with all of the experts on there. Just choose Dr. Tucker, and you'll, you can listen to all his tips at one time. They're all on one page if you do it that way. So yeah, I do a, daily. <laughs> that's a little uh, trick there for you. Well, Dr. Tucker, what do you have for us today? I, I forget what I talk about, so I go there. What I talk about now? <laughs> That's, right. That's right. I have to go, you know, I put these out every day. I don't remember who I did which day, so my website's a good reference for me. <laughs> it's a great reference. Everyone should go there and, and indulge. There's a you lot of, so you know, much. we this little show has now become the second most listened to show on the network beside behind Stable Scoop. And um, it and just it shocks me. <laughs> it, it should, because you've got me talking about teeth, and you've got somebody talking about photography, you talk about training, you talk about psychology. It's just, it's phenomenal. Well, it's I just think great- it's because it's, we have such a diverse set of topics. It's not, you know, no, no day is the same. Yeah. And I think no that's boring. why people like it. You know, it's, it's, a little, it's a little fun, and it's a little different, so... Well, I've talked a lot about teeth, and uh, I've also talked about the gallbladder. Um, but I want to go back to teeth for a second and, and a little philosophy that I'm trying to put uh, forward. Uh, and that philosophy, Glenn, is who is your horse's advocate? And I, I don't think I'm the first person to use that, but I think that we have to become educated. And through your horse tips daily, people are becoming educated because there are a lot of charlatans out there. There's a lot of people who are trying to put forward uh, theories that are unproven. 
And I have a whole um, article that I wrote called, called uh, What Kind of Science Are You Practicing? It's anecdotal versus um, evidence-based medicine. And it's kind of a difficult subject to talk about, but it applies to teeth and applies to everything else that, that's out there. We are inundated with anecdotal uh, evidence. Anecdotal means um, – I'll give you a great example. There was a time about 500 years ago, and that's a short time ago, that we looked up in the sky and we said, oh, look, the sun is rotating around us and the stars are rotating around us. It's amazing. You know, The earth is the center of our universe, and, and that's what we all believed. And then some guy came along named Galileo, and he said, you know, I don't think that's the way it is. <clears throat> and I think it goes the other way, and he gathered evidence, and he tried to prove it and wrote a book, and he was thrown in jail, and his books were burned. And uh, the only reason why it wasn't burned at the stake was his uh, college roommate was the pope, and the pope got him off. He said, look, you burn your books, and we can't, and I'll let you go. And then this guy Copernicus came by and he says, no, I have more evidence. And he proved to the world that uh, we are rotating around the sun. And it goes even further than that. And now it's, it's standard evidence that we have enough evidence based that proves that we do rotate around the sun. So laying that f- groundwork, we have a lot of science that comes out in veterinary medicine that looks good, but it's not. And here I'm flipping the roles because we're trying to get good evidence-based medicine for dentistry, and there's not enough numbers. There's not enough proof. I'll give you a good example. There's something called incisor reduction, and that's where a practitioner, a dental practitioner, will actually cut the upper teeth and the lower teeth, the very front ones, the nippers, and he will level them off. And he'll say, this is perfect. This will help align the jaw and get an equal movement sideways and allow the molars to come together. Okay, so so hold on in there a second because we're not looking at any pictures here. So yeah. it's the front teeth. Yes. And w- what's he do? They cut them to make them perfectly level so that when somebody takes the jaw of the horse in a relaxed state and moves it side to side, and it, it's like moving your jaw from side to side. So there's no, there's no friction then at all? Well, they're actually trying to create friction between ah, the grinding okay. teeth, the gotcha. cheek teeth. Um, and they're saying that if you don't cut the incisors, then the uh, back teeth aren't going to wear properly and the jaw is going to get out of alignment and blah, blah, blah. Well, it all sounds good and they have math behind it and everything really it, – it makes sense. But to me, it makes absolutely no sense because for two reasons. One, I float lots of horses' teeth and I've never touched the incisors and they seem to do just fine. And number two, when I chew a piece of meat or a, a mouthful of salad, my molars don't come together, nor do my incisors come together. They all stay open. Next time you chew, if you're not biting your tongue, and just think about it. Your teeth don't come together. They're just chewing the bolus to get it down there mm-hmm. uh, and mashing it up. Um, and an, another reason was the guy who invented incisor reduction actually – called it a profit center and he has no science uh, behind it but it's something that you can see with your eyes and therefore you're more easy to go into your purse and I don't want to sound too negative here but that's really where it started and I know the guy who uh, knows the guy who started it and that's what he said so <clears throat> I was over in um, 
Scotland and I was talking to Patty Dixon. He's a veterinarian over University of Edinburgh and he's done more research on dentistry than anybody I know. And he and I had the privilege of sitting down together one-on-one having lunch. And he said, what do you think about incisor reductions? I said, I don't think there's any science t- scientific proof behind it. I think it's wrong and it shouldn't be done. I think your biggest problem is the back teeth and take care of that. And he smiled and he says, you know, that's what we're finding over here. In fact, one of your esteemed colleagues over in, in the United States actually caused the death of a horse by doing the incisor reduction. And I said, yes, I know. And I've heard year after year of about one, two, maybe three horses every year that dies from this procedure. And I think one death is enough. I don't think I need two or three deaths to realize that this probably isn't the right thing. That they die because the teeth become infected from the cutting process, the infection moves into the bone, and then they can't cure it, and the horse basically starves because he can't chew. So they actually just, it would be like taking our front teeth and, and cutting them down a, a, a half or quarter of, or eighth of an inch or something. Well, I, I know that's a good visual, but I try to make sure that we understand these are not human teeth. These right. are horse teeth, okay. but they still do have a pulp in there. And if it gets infected, it will go up into the, uh, the bone, the socket, and, and, it'll, and it'll kill these horses. And, I, and I've, heard, I've, I've heard of these cases from veterinarians and from veterinary surgeries that this happens to. So, hmm. yeah, I don't do it. I think it's wrong. So there are some, they're trying to make scientific evidence, but the science that they're doing is what you see on a commercial. It's like, oh, gee, that makes sense. I'll buy that. Uh, and then it turns out that what you buy, you put it in the storage closet or you throw out because it didn't work. You know. Whereas anecdotal evidence in this case seems to be working just fine. We've been floating teeth for hundreds of years and it's making a big difference to the horses. And just let's leave it where it is because in my mind, if it ain't broke, why are we trying to fix it? And I agree. <laughs> Where can people learn more about you, Dr. Tucker? Uh, do I have another 30 seconds? Yeah, go ahead. Well, th- I had a gal who came from Australia who spent uh, – she's been floating teeth for about nine years. And she came over to America and she took a whole month-long course at one of these equine dentistry schools that is offered here. And then she spent a week with me just to get a feel for what's going on because she's been my website, www.theequinepractice.com. And she read my philosophy, which is totally against everything that's going on out there. And she wanted to know more. So I took her to a horse, and, and this horse was fit. It's in great shape. I asked the rider, who's also the trainer, how's a horse doing? She says, Jeff, you've been doing this horse for years, and there's absolutely nothing going on with this horse. He's perfect on the bit. And may I remind you that this horse is ranked number one in North America for the sport that it's in. I'm not going to mention the sport or the horse's name. But it's ranked number one, and many of your listeners know who this horse is. I've been doing it for years. And after I got the teeth done, I said to her, what, do you, what would you do? And she started to do the lateral excursion, and she started to get this mathematical formula, and she started plugging in these numbers. She says, well, you should be cutting these incisors here and doing this. And I said, stop. Why would I do any of that? The horse is number one in North America. The horse is fit as a fiddle. He's eating just fine. And the rider who's number one in America, in North America, is saying there's no problem. Why would I go ahead and do all this stuff? So – Glenn, you know, when you talk to me, I'm going to give you common sense equine dentistry and common sense horsemanship. Why are we trying to fix things that really aren't broken? All right. And that was theequinepractice.com. And Dr. Tucker has a lot of great stuff on there. There's so much more than he's giving us in, in the tips here because he also does his own podcasts and, and has just a lot of great information on there. And, and, you know, that's one of the reasons we have you on this show. Keep it simple. Thanks. (laughs) I appreciate it, Glenn.
Well, thanks again to Dr. Tucker for helping us continue Veterinary Week here at the Horse Tip Daily Show. And I think he gave you all his contact information there, and you can also go to our website to find that as well. I wanted to mention that this week on the 2010 radio show, the World Equestrian Games show, we had Amy, who is the PR manager for the World Equestrian Games Foundation, came on the show and spoke a little bit about some of the confusion that they're having over ticketing this year, about how the tickets work, especially the general admission or grounds pass tickets. So you can uh, hop on over to 2010radioshow.com and listen to that latest episode. If you're planning on coming to the WAG or if you have some concerns about how everything is working, just hop on over there, take a listen, and I think it answers the questions that you might have about ticketing. And we do hope to see you all here in Lexington in the fall. Well, don't forget to check out all the other great shows on the network in addition to this one in 2010 at horseradionetwork.com. And I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip, in this case, a vet- another veterinary tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone. Mm-hmm.